Mark, uh, for a lot of us, uh, there is so much anticipation ahead of this tour to Pakistan. You were the last to agree to, to, uh, to tour there. Uh, can you briefly explain what it's like touring there and playing cricket there? Um, yeah, look, um, from playing cricket there, I mean, it's tough cricket. It's different to the other subcontinent um, countries that you go to. Uh, you know, usually when you go to India, the ball turns a lot there. Pakistan, you know, we, we're not used to the ball. Well, we haven't really been in, in games where the ball's turned a lot. Um, it's conducive to fast bowling, actually. They're very flat, and that's why you'll, you'll probably see that guys will go with pace a lot. Um, reverse swing was very big um, in those days. Um, I know that the, the rules and regulations are a lot tighter nowadays for um, for ball the ball and, and, and getting the ball to reverse. So, yeah, I think, um, I don't know if we're going to see too much of that. Uh, as a place, uh, yeah, I mean, the last tour that we went on there, we weren't really allowed out the hotel. So I don't see this being any different to that subcontinent. Um, as people who have been there before will know that you don't get out the hotel a lot as well. So it would probably be an easier lockdown than what you're used to. Um, but yeah, I, I think the, the whole sort of message that, uh, from me to the team is, is that you know, cricket hasn't been played in Pakistan in, in quite some time. Um, and it's, it's been missed in that country. Um, there probably won't be crowds around, but I know that there'll be a big hop of um, you know, a, a big country coming to play cricket um, in, the, in the country once again. I think you know, we've we got to buy into that and, and certainly you know, put on a good show for, for everyone um, in Pakistan as well. Um, Mark, just following up on that, in terms of off-the-field stuff, in, in, as it seems, as it won't be the same bubble I've experienced uh, received here with the lavish Irene Country Club or the or the vineyards in Cape Town, that the guys will be confined to one level space in a hotel. How difficult would this be for the players? Um, another one um, is the pitch. You mentioned the pitch. It was flat in Pakistan. With this in mind and the size boosting confidence following their performance with Sri Lanka, do you feel given when you took over, pitches at home were quite batting friendly? Will this work in the team's favour in terms of confidence? Yeah, to your first question, um, I know that um, our security officers are looking um, at a, a sort of like a club 
um, that's ne next door to the hotel uh, where there's a pool, there's a gym and there's a field the guys can get out to um, run around a bit there. But as I said before, you know, we're used to spending times in hotels almost in lockdown scenario um, when you do to uh, the subcontinent. Um, so I don't see it being that much of a problem. You know, we've got a games room and that to, to try keep the guys interested. Um, Net Netflix has become a bit of a winner as well. Guys lying in the room and watching a few things. Uh, so I think, you know, we should be fine uh, with regards to things like that. Um, with regards to the, the flat wickets, um, you know, we, we would have taken a bit of confidence, especially, you know, most of our batters got some good time in the middle. They are going to historically, and I think that's the important word there, historically flat wickets. I haven't spoken to Mickey um, Arthur uh, after, after the Sri Lankan series. Uh, he, he also alluded to the fact that the wickets were, were very good for batting. Um, you know, but it is something completely different. I mean, you, you know, the, the areas that you score in are different. The bowlers, the ball straight to lines, the ball starts to reverse, which is something that a lot of our batters probably would never have seen, especially being a young group. So there is a lot of adapting to those conditions that you that you have to do as a batter. But certainly it's, it's one of those places where, you know, you're up against a good bowling lineup. Um, if you apply your mind to, to batting some good time at the crease, um, then there's a lot of runs out there. And I think that that's what, you know, we, the message that, that we're sending through top players as well. Technically, you do get tested a bit, um, but we are well, well aware of, of the sort of technical adjustments that we have to make as, as batters um, in, order to, in order to succeed there. On a practical and a logistical note, will the staff or management that takes charge of the test uh, stay for the T20 series as well? Uh, or will they or the or will the test uh, uh, squad return to prepare to prepare for the Australian series, and another management group will take over for the T20s in Pakistan. Look, I I don't know exactly what's going on at the moment. There's still uh, communication with Australia and asking them about what sort of um, quarantine that needs to be that needs to be applied. Um, as far as I know, the the, the initial talk was that yes, um, you know, Enoch might stay over in Pakistan and, and finish off the series, and then I'll come back. Um, we, we're trying to split the management as, as well as we can, um, you know, to, to show the importance of, of both series. Um, logistically, it is a bit of a nightmare, especially with a, a new squad coming in, you know, maybe a little bit um, earlier and then the two having to mix together and, and bubbles sort of crossing over. So it is a bit of a nightmare logistically, um, <clears throat> but I'm not sure what the final decision is on that. So I think a guy like Graham would probably answer that better than me. But so we are, we are preparing... Um, for you know, most of our management to to come back and maybe one or two of them staying over. Just in that, Mark, will the T20 T20 squad uh, possibly be a diluted squad then? Also, you added additional bowlers. Can you explain the picking order if the Test squad does come back? Well, I think if you if you go through the the, the T20 squad that we've had um, mixed with a couple of the ODR squad, and then you look at the Test side, I think you'll work out for yourself who, who would probably stay and 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 then come back. Um, so, yeah, I, I would say that it, it won't be our strongest team um, because we the emphasis is is probably on, on test cricket uh, against Australia, uh, rightly so. Um, and, yeah, it might be a bit of a, a watered-down uh, Protea uh, T20 team, but I think that that's not a bad thing. I, at the start of, uh, of the season, I did allude to the fact that we're going to have to use a lot of players. Um, and I think this is an opportunity for some, for, for some of those young players to, to put their hand up and I think it's not a bad thing for, for us as South African cricket as well. Um, you know, we haven't played a lot of cricket. There haven't been a lot of SAA tours. Yes, it's not ideal to to throw guys into a deep end and, and make them play international cricket um, when they're maybe not ready. But 
there's not much, not many other choices that we've got at the moment. So some of them are going to have to be pushed into the deep end a bit and we'll see how they respond. Um, but I, I, having a look at on paper, the, the sort of squads that have been selected, um, you know, you have got some seniority uh, in white ball cricket in our country as well. So that's a good opportunity for them to put their hands up as well and, and lead from the front. Uh, we've obviously heard a Jokalas talk um, recently about his new role as batting consultant for England. Does this thing a bit talking about his new role? And uh, can you confirm uh, were there efforts by you to keep him in, in South Africa as um, to be part of this of the of the management staff? Um, yeah, look at it. There's a bit of pull to swallow. I mean, I know, you know Jacques has been working with guys on an individual basis. Um, you know, and uh, unfortunately, minds are tied me on my back. Sometimes you you get. Uh, messages passed down to say that so this guy can't be selected to to fulfill a role that you maybe want him involved in you know a lot of the media you guys have been saying that Jacques is uh, my mate and it's like a buddy selection yes he is a mate of mine but Jacques is also a very good cricketer that can add a lot of knowledge as well so you know why wouldn't we want him in our setup um so for for that reason yes it is a bit of pull to swallow um but now that the the rules and i mean it's been well documented in the press uh, through you guys the rules have been changed a bit so he is certainly someone that that uh, we would like to to get back into uh, a consultancy role um you know i haven't had any major conversations with shark um because he's in sri lanka now um but certainly you know over the next short, short period of time um if we can get him involved somewhere soon maybe against australia then I think we must. Um, and the reason being is because there are a lot of players who, who have spoken so highly of, of Jacques and, and the knowledge that he imparted onto them, albeit in a short period of time against England. So, so yes, um, you know, he is on my radar as, as trying to get, uh, get, get back involved in, in the process, um, the setup. Uh, I just hope that, you know, we, we treat him with care as well. Um, he's, I think he's shown that he's got a lot of other opportunities, um, in, in world cricket at the moment. So, It'd be stupid not to try hang on to him as long as we we don't miss him around. Then, and I, I know Jacques would love to be working in in, in South Africa cricket, and uh, I'm I'm sure that you know after the conversations we have, we will hopefully see him back here. Just to take it back to Pakistan again. They are cricket rich a country and followed by many internationally, with safety issues um, troubling the country. Do you think it's necessary a country like that to have an inbound tour with safety issues? Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, it's like, I mean, you just have to go back and look at the legends of, of, of Pakistan cricket. Um, you know, that is my first tour that I ever went on there as well. Um, and it was something completely different to what I'm used to. As I said, it's, it's not it's not like India or Sri Lanka. It's got its own sort of brand of cricket that they play. And I used to watch the, the likes of Wazim Akram and Waka Yunus running in, reversing, reversing the ball to actually get out there in my first test face it is something that, um, you know, was very foreign to me. So it is very important that we get um back in 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 and playing in Pakistan however safety is is a major concern um i don't like to micromanage i've said that before uh, so uh, there's been a lot of guys have actually gone over there um to go have a look and do a bit of a recce of 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 the of the situation over there and they've come back and they said it's safe um so you know as i've said with doctors and i don't like to make medical calls or physio calls or strength and conditioning calls i'm not going to make a security call on this um we've been They've been tasked to to do a job. They've done their job. They said it's safe, and we need to get back in back in there and start playing cricket. Um, we trust that the right decisions uh, will will get made if if uh, something does happen. Um, they've assured us that they will they will look after us as well. I think we're getting um, state 
security as well, which which is good good um, for for us. So yeah, that's it's more just about getting out there and actually playing the game of cricket now and letting people do their jobs around us. Obviously, everyone knows there will be not there will not be a permanent test captain being appointed anytime soon, and Quinny obviously being a temporary test captain. Is there possible, possibly someone sticking uh, their hand up and taking over on a permanent basis? Yeah, I think it's. It, it, I suppose if you want to keep it simple, it is something like that. Um, you know, we've got a very, we, we had a very un, unsettled sort of um, t- uh, test team, um, the guys who were still trying to find their feet. And I, you know, I know that the, the difficulty in being a test captain, um, you know, it's not as simple as it's just rocking up and saying, "Okay, fine." Uh, I'll do the job. There's a lot of other stuff that that goes with the job, um, criticism, uh, praise, and uh, press conferences, all that type of stuff. Which you know, certain individuals they don't really enjoy that. Um, but for me, you got to keep your, your place in the team as well. You know, th- there's nothing worse than than rocking up you're the test captain, and all of a sudden people start talking about dropping you, um, or, or or you're not good enough to to be there and hold your own place uh, in the team, as whether it's a bowler or a batter. Um, so I think that is the the big thing for me is is waiting for for one or two individuals to step up, um, sort of cement their their, their place in in the team, uh, and then have a look at the leadership qualities of those individuals and say, okay, fine, we believe that you are the guy to to run with this team for for the next period of time, um, and then then they also want to have that that extra stress of actually performing as well as being a leader. Um, so certain guys do, you know, sometimes when you give them leadership, um, they do takes a bit of pressure off themselves as an individual and they perform well. Uh, so so we are sort of encouraging a, a lot of leaders to come through. Um, you'll see on the field there's, there's a large large sort of group or core of players that, that do do a lot of talking. Um, so I think at, th- at this stage um, we're happy with, with Quinny to continue. Um, as long as it doesn't get too much for him, then we'll certainly make a, a call and, and, and probably change that. Um, but I'm happy with him at, at the moment. Um, he's he's been very open and honest with us. Um, and if it does start to affect him, he'll he'll certainly open his mouth and, and come to me and tell tell me that he's you know either comfortable or not comfortable with, with something. So it is work in progress. But certainly, um, you know, waiting waiting for one or two individuals to really um, step up, uh, cement their place, and then hopefully step into a leadership role. Uh, back in the days, uh, the side was obviously known as a reverse swinging uh, side. Um, obviously, having different um, arsenals in in their hand, and obviously this um, as as evaporated um, um, in the last few years. Could this be something you'll be looking to improve as an arsenal for the bowlers? Well, I think it's something that certainly needs to uh, be looked at. Um, I mean, there's one thing: you can be a good reverse swing bowler, but if the ball's not reversing, um, then it doesn't make a difference. So, so we need to get the ball to reverse somehow. During COVID times, uh, you know, where you've got to be very careful on on how you uh, sort of look at the ball. Uh, you know, there, there's always legal ways of of sort of scuffing up one side to to try get a bit of swing. So we'll have a look at in, into that. Um, but yeah, certainly a lot of our, our bowlers have never really um, had to deal with reverse swing. Um, you know, just being in the franchise system, sometimes we. We actually do just if we go down to sort of places where you feel that reverse swing is going to be important, uh, we, we sort of scuff one end of the ball up to to allow for that swing to happen, and guys can't control it because they don't usually bowl with it. It's, it's something that is completely different. So I think it'll be a good lesson for our guys as well. Um, you know, KG's bowled really well, well with the reverse swing ball, so he'll be immense in in passing that knowledge on to to the young bowlers as well. Um, but Joe, thankfully we've got a couple of days before, um, so we'll probably look into first of all chatting on how we're going to get the ball to reverse and then certainly giving guys 
the ball that is reversing and and sort of chatting to them about lines and lengths. The nice thing as well is that we got a, a bowling coach who was the master of it as well in Langers. So you know, I, I feel very comfortable that uh, he'll make some good calls with regards to to getting it right. Uh, recently, ICC announced that Lutusipamla and Vian Mulder cracked the top 50 ICC test bowlers list. Can you briefly share your reaction on that? And in terms of Pakistan, what will you be expecting from them? Um, so, first of all, and Luta, I think, you know, I answered that question at the end of the series as well. I mean, I, I think he's been fantastic. Um, you know, probably he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a youngster. Um, he dealt with uh, the pressures uh, in his own way um, in, the, in the first test, in the first session. Uh, that the positive I took from that was that he's obviously very passionate, which is a good thing. And just the way that he developed over a very short period of time um, was fantastic to see. Uh, so I'm very happy with, with, with Luto's progress. A place like Pakistan will only be very good for him as well. Uh, he'll learn a lot about his game, about his bowling, uh, speaking to guys in those conditions as well. So uh, very happy with, with, with where Luto is at the moment. Um, but the guys to Pakistan, I mean, yeah, and, and rankings and all that type of stuff. Um, we, we're not really looking into that at the moment. This is more just about trying to focus on what we can control and, and how do we develop our team into a competitive team again. So, you know, we've we've chatted about certain goals that we've got and those goals are, are sort of short-term goals at the moment. The long-term goals will, will come in the future where we feel more comfortable to to focus on those. Right now, it's, it's uh, short-term focuses and trying to get the best out uh, of, a, of a team that, that is still in the building phase. Obviously, Pakistan, who haven't played much home games in the last decade, do you think them actually playing at home uh, will be much of a factor, even though they played um, a bit of domestic cricket um, recently? No, absolutely. It will be a big factor. I think they brought up playing in those conditions. And yes, I, I know, know what you say, that you they haven't played a lot of international cricket there. But, you know, they've played domestic cricket there. Um, their games are very suited to to that sort of style of play. Um so even even the places that they have been playing, they've been playing a lot of cricket in Dubai. Uh, you know that they'll also those conditions are, are pretty similar to Pakistan. Maybe not as good batting wickets, but um, yeah, I, I do think that there's a massive advantage that they'll have in the, their own conditions. I, I see they've just come back from New Zealand now, which is you know, sort of different conditions to what they're used to. Um, but yeah, we, we have, to, have to wait and see. I mean, I watched a couple of games uh, that Zimbabwe played there. Um, the wickets did look pretty good. Uh, yeah, we're not too sure what conditions we're going to get when we get down. I'm expecting good, good cricket wickets, uh, nice flat batting tracks. Um, so I think it's going to be testing for the bowlers. Um, and, and like I said, you know, pace is always something that has, uh, has really come out of the Pakistan teams when, when we've been there. Uh, they've got the ability to change the game very quickly. And I'm, I'm sure that's what we're going to be confronted with again. We believe a Jock Callis exit was a big loss in the backing department. Um, you did mention you're looking to bring him back, if I'm correct. Then lastly, how will this be done, taking into consideration the transformation policy? Um, okay, first of all, I'm not, I'm not going to speak on transformation. Uh, you can ask Max or Don about that. Um, I just picked up that um, we are allowed to have uh, white consultants. I uh, picked it up from the media. Um, he is a massive loss. Uh, and the reason being, and I said it before, is the fact that a lot of our batters were working with him. Um, and then... Even during the off-season, you know, just having chats over Skype or, or over Zoom and stuff like that. Um, you know, he, I know he had a, a session with Temba Babumi down in Cape Town. And Temba sp speaks very highly of him as well. You know, um, there's a lot of knowledge that Jacques can pass on 
um, to not only Timber but all of our other batters as well. I mean, the guys played what, over 150 test matches for his country. So, um, you know, the, the batting knowledge that he's got, along with a couple of other guys in this country, needs to be utilised. Um, and the, the start was there, and then it was sort of taken away from the players. So, you know, hopefully we can get him back and, and get that information to the players. It, it can only do them the world of good uh, speaking to a guy like that. Just the clarity again in Jock's situation. Is there clarity from CSA and the makeup of the management staff? Uh, lastly, there have been many bubble lifestyle concerns when England and Sri Lanka, including Australia, were here. Does your team have concerns with the bubble um, um, environment in Pakistan? Um, okay, first first question. No, I can't give you any more answers because no one's spoken to me about anything. Um, the only thing I've, I've done is, is read read the media reports. Um, and I think one of you guys must have written about uh, Judith, I think, uh, where she said that we are allowed white consultants again. Um, so, yeah, that's that's the only thing I can answer that. As I said, you know, with regards to transformation questions, I think you're asking the wrong person. Um, I, I think a, a guy like Max would probably be the best guy to speak to with regards to rules and regulations there. Um, with regards to the bubble, you know, as I said, we... We're expecting nothing different from sort of touring subcontinent conditions. Um, you know, you stay in your own room for most of the time. There's always a team room available. So that won't be anything different for us. The, the, the difficult part is there's a lot of testing that goes on. Um, you know, the first couple of days, you've got to self-isolate. Uh, we, we've done it before now, and it was very successful in Irene. Um, so I think the guys know what to expect there. Um, albeit, it's, it's quite a difficult time. We We'll make it work. Uh, we have to. I think it's important that we get cricket um, back on back onto the TVs again. So, um, so yeah, from that that perspective, we we know what we're going into, and we just got to make it work. Uh, thank you, Mark. Um, that was uh, Mark Boucher, Proteas head coach. Uh, they will be c- uh, coming together again this weekend after a short break with their family members. Broadcasting live from Nelson Mandela University. I have fought against white domination. And I have fought against black domination. I have studied the idea of a democratic and free society. In which all persons live together in harmony and with equal opportunity. It is an idea which I hope to live for and to achieve. But if needs be, it is an idea for which. Listening to the Bench Warmer with Corks. You're tuned into Madiba's Radio, changing the world one voice at a time.